everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Beauty, Travel, and Sophistication. I am your host, God's Masterpiece 22. Thank you so much for tuning in once again for another episode. I am smiling from ear to ear like I always am every time I get a chance to come with another episode because I truly, truly enjoy talking to each and every one of you all that does listen to my podcast. Whether it is your first time or your 22nd time, I think I've done that many episodes by now. Welcome again and stay tuned for this episode. So before we begin the episode, I want to talk about something that we all are facing right now, this pandemic, the coronavirus. And this is a very, very hmm. It's a very, very difficult situation. Uh, for many people uh, because of the fact that so many people so far have lost their lives and they're all of different ethnicities I'm sure different races you know and different ages and I know when COVID-19 is what they call it first began, I didn't expect it to be as big as it is now. I mean, it has affected the whole entire nation. Every country has been affected by it. And it is definitely a time for us to continue to pray for the world, uh, continue to pray for those that are literally trying to survive, you know, they got tested positive and they're in the hospital trying to recover. I'm just praying for those individuals, their family members that are going through this difficult time. I'm also praying for the doctors and nurses and everyone that is a part of the medical staff that is putting their lives at risk to help others that are affected. So, you know, when we have these types of pandemics, these big national emergencies that, you know, take over everyone. Basically, you have people that are not working right now without a job because lots of restaurants and stores had to close down to prevent the spreading. You know, they're telling people that have it to please stay home. But then there are some people that don't even know they have it. And I've heard that symptoms don't start right away. If you feel like you have it, you know, make sure you do get checked. Um, I know there may be some that don't have access to health insurance, but make sure you get tested to make sure that you are clear. Right now, it's affecting a lot of individuals that are now without work. They don't know what they're going to do for their living. You know, how are they going to pay bills? How are they going to feed their families? Kids are out of school. You have parents that are literally like probably pulling out their hair like, oh my gosh, I wish school wasn't canceled and I wish this wasn't happening because they're at their wit's end. They're stressed out, you know, because they have to now work from home if they have the opportunity and take care of their children and homeschool their children. So it's a lot for everyone. Uh, Toilet paper is missing. 
I remember when I heard people saying, yeah, toilet paper is gone. I was like, for what? But then I read a post that one of my friends had posted and he had actually, you know, brought up that conversation or topic. And he was like, why is toilet paper the first thing going? And people said, well, in case stores and things like that have to shut down, people are pretty much well kept when it comes to their hygiene. Uh, And uh, that makes sense. You know, but one of the things that saddens me is the fact that you go into these stores and all the toilet paper is gone, paper towels gone, bleep medications gone, all the necessities, the essentials are all gone because you have a few people that decide they want to hog it all and take it all for themselves. So now they have to do limits where people can only take two of something, two of this. And it's pretty sad to see how people are so selfish. You know, you have a family, but then think about the other family. They don't have what they need because now you done took too much. So I think we all need to be mindful of that, that listen, I know you need toilet paper, but guess what? I do too. And so does the next person behind me. So don't take it all. I literally was in Walmart uh, a few days ago and I saw this guy literally take like three 24 packs of Dasani water. I think it was Dasani. If it wasn't, it was probably Zephyr Hills or one of those. And that was it. He cleared it out. I was like, wow, are you really going to need this many cases? And even if you do, think about the other people that haven't even got a chance to pick up a case. So please share. I mean, it's sad that you got to access, you know, for everyone to just please share. Also, I will say there may be people that are coming back the next day just to rack up and get more as if they didn't have enough already the day before. And there was one of my neighbors She posted on Facebook because I think she's without toilet paper. And she was like, oh my gosh, for those people that decided to take all of the toilet paper, I hope that you have bad diarrhea for the rest of the year because she was upset. And I mean, folks can't find toilet paper nowhere. And you literally now have to wait for the truck to come in. But what if you're working, whether you're teleworking, whether you're at work, what if you don't have anyone to pick up for you? Then what do you do? I had a friend, she literally just ordered off of Amazon uh, tons and tons of toilet paper and her shipment isn't coming in till April 24th. April 24th, guys, that's not even, we're not even less than, that's over a month. That is how scarce, um, scarce, scarce, listen, that toilet paper is going. Hand sanitizer is going out the woodworks. Now, I remember growing up as a child, My dad always used to say, wash your hands, wash your hands, wash your hands. And he said it so often. And I remember my brother and I, let's say we went to get like a happy meal and we'd be so excited to like dig in before we got home. And my dad would be like, no, did you wash your hands? Wash your hands with soap, you know, before you start eating because that's germs. And, you know, I'd be like, yeah, yeah. And it's like these moments now you're thinking like, dang, if people would have just done the basic step wash your hands with soap. That's it. Who knows if we'd be in this situation right now. And um, talk about McDonald's. I love the soggy fries. I don't know if there's anyone else out there that loves them, but it's something about those soggy fries that just does something to my soul. I love the soggy fries, but I digress. Anyways, I was hearing, okay, of course it started in China and apparently had to do with uh, animals is what I'm hearing. 
um, probably like really exotic animals that either they were cooking up or it was on the floor, on the ground. And, you know, the ground isn't clean. Um, something like that along the lines is what I'm hearing. And people probably caught it, but didn't realize it at that time. And, you know, they travel from place to place and it just spread like wildfire, basically. So please do whatever you can to stay indoors. I know they're trying to do lockdowns in different states. They want you to literally don't come out unless you have to come out. Obviously, you have to get the essentials. So you have to go back out and get your toilet paper. Thank you to all the people that decided to take all the toilet paper. So now that we have to keep going back out with her and you're good to stay in your home for probably a few more months and hibernate. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you. Um, but now, you know, people still have to go out, get the essentials that they need. Uh, you have now mission essential people that have to go out regardless, such as, you know, medical workers, um, first responders, you know, military personnel and other people as well that have to work, you know, they're still on the road. I hear now they're closing down, um, restaurants are closed down. You can only, um, order through drive-through or pickup, things like that. Also, um, rest areas I want to say are shutting down too. So there are a lot of things that are shutting down because it's huge. You know, like I said at the beginning, I didn't think it would last this long. Heck, I thought maybe it'd be a week or two and it would be off the news. But now it's so severe that we keep talking about it. I hear now that they're issuing, you know, money to people that are uh, that pretty much to everyone. I think I saw a text message from a friend of mine um, where you can get money, you know, for being, you know, for, for during this difficult time. So check out resources out there if you need it, you know, uh, please do. I know there's been some uh, NBA stars such as Steph Curry and his wife, Aisha Curry, love her, and they're giving back. And also you have um, Sierra and Russell Wilson as well. Love them as a couple too. Both of those couples are very positive. They show really positive images. They are um, giving back as well to donate and, you know, make sure that, children have meals and things like that during this time. I also think that it is a time right now for families to come together, families that have probably been broken for a long time. You know, mom and dad are on the brink of divorce or siblings that just can't stand each other. This is that time for you to bond. It's that time for you guys to connect on a deeper level uh, because you're stuck indoors. I mean, what are you going to do? You know, you're stuck indoors and you have to face each other. And I think it'll be a great time for families to come together and rekindle their relationships. Also, for those that don't want to be home, you know, I saw a graphic or a post on Facebook and it was talking about, you know, praying. Let's pray for those that don't feel safe at home, you know, and they don't have anywhere else to be. Uh, basically school or work was their escape and so now they're home for a, a few weeks it could be longer we don't know so pray for those as well that don't feel safe at home you know whether it's abuse you never know what people are going through please continue to pray for those as I will as well uh, I just want this to pass and I'm praying that it will at some point for those of you all that just decide to say that hey listen I'm immune this virus because corona isn't gonna get me and you're taking these vacations and these selfies and you're having a good time i hope that um it's worth it because i'm hearing that some countries are going to be um either banning people from leaving or the states are banning people from coming back in the united states because you know we don't know you just you went to another state you went to another country you don't know if you've caught it or whatnot so 
I really hope those selfies and that wonderful vacation for the cheap ticket price that you got the trip for is worth it. Um, In my eyes, it's not. You know, we're dealing with something serious here and the people would just listen and follow directions. I didn't think it was that hard, but for some people, it really is. Um, But please just do the right thing. I was on Facebook. I'm a part of this travel group and this fall, no, excuse me, the son and mother went on a vacation to Hawaii during the coronavirus uh, pandemic that's going on. And he pretty much basically was saying, "Pray, pray for us as we head back in a couple of days. But look, we got a nice view and I'm like, I hope it was worth it. You know what I mean? The memories will last forever, but then also your life is in jeopardy. Let's weigh the options. Was it really worth going? That's all I'm saying. But anyway, stay tuned to your news outlets, uh, whether it's CNN, uh, MSNBC, Fox News, your local uh, news stations. Tune into them to make sure you know what's going on. Uh, whether you get your news on TV, whether you get your news uh, via your phone, whatever it may be, your word of mouth, heck, whatever it is, however you get it, make sure that you are following the necessary uh, guidance that they are talking about. And I pray that this will not last much longer and we can be back to our normal lives once again. what you've all been waiting for the topic of today's episode relationship deal breakers <gasps> and other relationships dang it man let's do that over <laughs> three two one and other relationship stuff also Ugh. let's do that again so we're talking about relationship deal breakers right and other relationship stuff so stay tuned so some deal breakers that me and you probably are like a heck to the no but guess what and some point no excuse me take that back at some point of your life i don't care how old you are you probably had a deal breaker that you let go through and you're like you know what i'm gonna let this one go i'm gonna let this one slide and you regretted it later on and guess what you were listening to probably this song now that we've listened to the wonderful tony braxton and hearing her lyrics you realize how hurt she was right you had your heart broken and now you're upset you're pissed off and you are disappointed Because sometime or somewhere along the line, you had a friend of a friend of a friend, maybe a family member tell you, you know, you shouldn't be with that person. He or she is not good for you. But you're like, no, I got it. I don't need your expertise. I know what I'm doing because guess what? You're quote unquote grown, right? You make your own decisions. It's your relationship. Let me live, right? Trust me, trust me. I know because I've been there a time or two or three or four, but you know, you learn. And like my dad would say, sometimes, you know, your head hard, your head is hard, right? And you know, you'll learn, you'll learn, you will learn, you will learn. It's only a matter of time. It's only a matter of time, right? So uh, basically, yes, it happens to all of us, right? And I will never forget, my dad would always say that, like your head hard, Oh my gosh, if you're not going to learn, you'll feel. And um, 
Oh, gosh, he taught me so many lessons along the way and still does to this day. Um, But sometimes, you know, your folks, 99% of the time, they're usually right because they have a lot more wisdom. They've been through it before. They don't want you to go through the same thing. So they're trying to save you from heartbreak. So some of the relationship deal breakers that I looked up and researched and some of them I said, oh, yeah, this would be a deal breaker for me. So this one is not a deal breaker for me because I've done this before, but one of the deal breakers that popped up was that you live too far away. So it depends on how far away is far away because some people can do long distance relationships and some can't. I did a long distance relationship before. Um, It did not work out, but it was because the person uh, was, he just was like, listen, this isn't going to work out. You're not here and I need someone by me. And some people are like that. They want to be able to see the person that they're dating often. Whereas other people are okay with doing a long distance relationship. They know it's not going to last forever. They know at some point they're going to be together again. So they don't mind. If you're doing a long distance relationship, you just have to figure out ways to be creative, to have date nights and things like that. Obviously, you're going to always be video chatting unless you go and visit the person. Um, But just do that. Maybe you're going to do a Netflix and chill and you guys are both watching the same movie at the same time, but still are video chatting. Maybe you guys are going to cook a meal together. I mean, there are so many things that you can do to spice things up to where it's not always a boring generic. Oh my goodness, we're on FaceTime. Hey, so uh, think of ways to be creative. But for some, again, they can't do long distance. They're like, this isn't in the cards for me. I'm going to cheat. And I think it's great when you know who you, you know yourself and you know, like, listen, I can't do this. But I commend the ones that can do it. Sometimes when you have a strong foundation and you have to be apart for whatever reason, maybe it's the job related, you're a lot stronger to sustain than last because you've been together for so long and now that you're apart you can still weather the storm but i think if you start off long distance already let's say maybe you met online or you you met for a month in the same state and then they left for some reason it may be a little bit harder but i'm not saying that it's not possible i think all things are possible right just like the scripture says all things are possible with god preach sister So, I mean, yes, it can work, but both people have to be willing to make it work. Because if one person is not fully in, then listen, you might as well call that quits. So that's a deal breaker. Another deal breaker here is that they smoke. I do not like to smell cigarettes. I think it's gross. Uh, Secondhand smoke is a lot worse than you puffing it out yourself you know, and just having a cigarette. Um, Plus there's nicotine in it, which means that it's super addictive, which means that it's super hard to stop. But I hear there are ways that people have stopped, you know, with the patches and things like that. But I do hear it is extremely hard and extremely hard in all caps, y'all, because it is hard. It's something about like the cigarette smell. And where I live, I have four seasons. And I said, if I was a smoker, oh, guess what? During the wintertime, God's Masterpiece 22 would have been stopped because it is way too cold to be going outside for a 15-minute smoke break, just puffing, you know, and knowing that I'm freezing. I get cold naturally as it is, like, super cold easy. So to be out there puffing at this, and like, no, it's no, with your gloves on and your jacket, just to get a cigarette break. And let me tell you something. I feel, in my opinion, that people that smoke have so many more breaks than people that don't smoke because they have the opportunity to go out and take a smoke break. I'm like, well, heck, let me say I'm going out to smoke even though I'm not just so I can get a break outside of the job because my my breaks, excuse me, I was about to say my smoke breaks. I do not smoke. My breaks are usually like to walk around, chat with other people for a little bit and then, you know, use the toilet. 
and get a water break. But people that smoke, I feel like their breaks are a lot are a lot longer than mine. You know, and I mean, you could go whenever you want, but sometimes I'm like, didn't you just go for a smoke break an hour ago? And in my head, no shade to those that smoke, but your poor lungs. Oh my gosh, your insides are deteriorating. And I get it. It's the same for people that eat unhealthy, <clears throat> myself. You know, there are times, y'all, like I just ate about four brownies. They were little miniature ones. Oh, they were so good. They're from Walmart, but they were so good. And um, I guess it's probably the same. So I, I, I can't judge what I'm just saying. I know, and I know I got to still keep exercising and working out and eating healthy. But smokers, y'all need to do something too, because I mean, just think about your life, your lifespan, it's going to be cut. You know, they always used to have like these um, commercials on TV talking about the experiences of people that kept smoking and, um, and the effects that it had to them, you know, where they can't, they have to use something by, I don't know what it's called, but they have, um, I don't know the word, but in order for them to speak, they have to have something right there by, um, <clears throat> their um, chest area a little above it and that's the only way that they can talk because they smoked so bad that it's gotten that bad for them I don't know exactly um, uh, let me see if I can look it up really quickly mm-hmm. let's see what is it called because I kind of want to talk about it because it's something that they use oh yeah, I think I pulled it up. Hold on a second. Uh, no, it's okay. Um, but you guys know exactly what I mean. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I can't find it exactly of what it is. Oh, she has one on there now. Uh, yes. Let's see if I can pull it up real quick using hold on sometimes i ad lib and i just kind of you know just start talking about certain things and it's not written down so you know i do that sometimes um yeah i can't find it but i'm sure you guys know exactly what i mean but anyways needless to say that is a deal breaker okay um another deal breaker is lack of etiquette first of all i don't know anyone that would be okay if a person didn't have any type of etiquette just imagine you and your date are going to a restaurant right and you guys get in and the waiter says how many and the okay i wanted to talk about it really quickly here so i found out what it is let's make sure i'm still going um basically what it is is um for some individuals that smoke so much they are required to have their larynx or voice box removed. And when the larynx is removed, the valve cover that protects the windpipe is also removed. The surgeon now makes an opening or hole in the throat, which is called a stoma, so the person can take an air through that opening rather than through the nose and mouth. Some people who have had their larynx removed uses a special device called a laryngeal implant to speak. To do this, the person needs to push air from their lungs through the implant device. The stoma has to be covered so the air will go through the device and not out of the stoma. This hands-free device closes the stoma during speech. So I knew I would find it and I wanted to discuss what it exactly was. So just keep that in mind. You can always watch tons of videos uh, of, of 
other smokers that have ended up in really serious situations like, you know, where that has to occur. So make sure that, you know, all jokes aside, literally smoking really does have some bad um, side effects. Now I was talking about, um, oh, etiquette. And I was talking about, imagine if you and your significant other, right? Your boo thing go out to like a restaurant or you guys go out to a restaurant and you guys, um, the waiter asks how many and your dude's like, oh yes, for two. And she's like, I'm sorry, how many? He's like, for two. And you was like, and the waiter's like, okay, he, he or she takes you to the seat, um, to where you're going to be seated. And then, um, you know, your dude is just being so inconsiderate, right? The guy asks, okay, what can I get you guys to drink? And your wait and your guy's like, oh, what y'all got in the menu? <laughs> and the waiter's like, oh, well, there's a the menu. And your guy is like, well, I don't want to look at the menu. I want you to tell me what's on the menu. That right there is a bit rude. You know what I mean? Like, come on. You can look at the drink section for yourself. It's usually the norm. Water, tea, coffee, Sprite, you know, all kinds of Coke products, uh, fountain drinks and whatnot. So then the check comes and the waiter or your guy acts as the waiter like, um, this is too expensive. I'm not paying for this. Or just simple things, you know, like burping out loud. Um, granted, if you're a dude ever said that, like, hey, I'm not paying for this bill. I, I don't even know. I don't even, I mean, like, first of all, if your guy can't pay for the bill, why are you guys even there? But just um, simple, like things that should, that people shouldn't do. You know, like uh, you've seen in movies where um, a person's going to make a toast and they're uh, using a fork to, um, you know, hit on the, the glass or the gla- uh, the cup and they need to get everyone's attention. So they keep hitting the fork. They use a the fork to hit the um, cup and then the cup breaks. Like that's no etiquette. Just say, excuse me, can I get everyone's attention? And if everyone can't hear, the rest of the people will then, you know, tell everyone else, hey, shh, they're trying to get our attention. But just simple things like etiquette, burping out loud without covering your mouth, coughing without covering your mouth, um, just, you know, just things that you would think are common sense, but sometimes are not that common. So lack of etiquette is another deal breaker. And that doesn't necessarily have to be just going to a restaurant. It could be anywhere. You know, anything that I feel can embarrass you is part of being a lack of etiquette. That's me, in my opinion. Oh, let's see. Doesn't like children. For some people that already have kids, this could be a deal breaker. Or let's say neither one of you guys have kids and he doesn't want kids. And you're like, wow, we'll be been together for how long? And I'm just finding this out. And you want kids. Well, obviously, then how's that going to work out? I don't think it will. Because... He doesn't want kids. Or let's say men that are listening, the girl that you're talking to doesn't want any kids. You're probably like, well, I want a legacy. And you don't. I want my name to carry on. You know, so I'm hoping we'll have a boy. And if that's not what the woman wants, then what do you do? What if that woman is so focused on her career and her education that she's like, a child is going to hold me back. I don't want one now or never. Then what do you do? And you're fully invested in this young lady. Then what do you do? Do you just leave? I mean, just think about it. Okay. Another deal breaker. This one isn't even a deal breaker. This is all around the border. A no, no. The person is unemployed. First of all, how are they going to take you out to eat? How are they going to take you on a nice date if they don't have a job? You cannot be the provider for everything. That's the man's job. I feel like if a guy doesn't have a job, a guy should not be going out looking for a female. Period. Point blank. Another one here is a boring texter. 
Oh my goodness. So some of you guys are probably more into phone calls like I am, but maybe you have a boyfriend or men that are listening. You have a girlfriend that's really like, I'm all into texting. Got it. That's cool. If you guys can make a compromise, then do so. But make sure that when you make the compromise that you guys are actually like probably talk. I can't stand someone that can't talk to me in a complete sentence. Oh my gosh. That is such a pet peeve of mine. So I think a boring texter is anyone that responds within one of three word responses and you just wrote them a whole darn paragraph, you know, uh, maybe even a novel. And they're just writing you back in a few words and you're like, oh my gosh, I took my time to write or to audio, you know, voice, audio, whatever, to text you. Maybe how you were feeling and whatnot and they write you back in one of three words. That's a problem because now they're not taking out the time to really express maybe how they feel and they're just being very inconsiderate and lazy. So I can see how that could be a deal breaker for some, but I think that's also something that can be talked about that can be fixed so that you guys don't have to break up because of that. Cause that's something that can be fixed. Another thing is lack of ambition. And this is a good one because you do want to date someone that has goals and ambitions and wants to do something with their life, whether it's a hobby that they want to do, but they want to uh, excel and progress like me. I love to podcast. I would love to be on radio again one day. Uh, that would be awesome. Or TV, speaking that out, you know, and um, I enjoy it. You know what I mean? Uh, but maybe make sure you get with someone that does have some type of goal. They want to do something. Maybe they want to be an author and publish a book. Maybe they want to be a gamer and create a game, something, whatever it is. I feel like a goal is achievable. It doesn't have to be anything outlandish and ridiculous where you're like, okay, now you know that's not possible, but I think anything is achievable. Um, and I mean like realistic stuff, guys. So get with someone that does have ambition. This is also not even a deal breaker. It's like everyone should have this, a job and a car. If you don't have a job and if you don't have a car, then what are we doing? Exactly. I talked about this in one of my episodes where way back in the day, 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 uh, there was this guy I went on a date with and uh, we were meeting at Starbucks and he was taking forever to get there. And when he finally got there, I didn't see his car. And I was like, maybe I just missed it or he parked on the other side. And when we left, that's when he told me, oh yeah, I don't have a car. And he pointed down to his feet and he was like, this is my mode of transportation. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm dating a scrub. Granted, I never dated him. That was the first meetup. And that was the end of the meetup. Like that was the first and the last meetup. Uh, and uh, yeah. And he was upset because I wasn't really interested. Well, why would I? I mean, I think I was like 19, 18 or 19. I have ambitions. I have goals. I'm trying to get to college. And if you want to be my boyfriend, you got to have a car. You know, you have to have a job. Like, so yeah, that was a total turnoff. I was like, no, 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 no. Another deal breaker is if you have extra baggage, right? Now, everyone has baggage. No matter how you say you don't, we all have baggage, whether it's um, financial, you know, you're paying off student loans, um, whether let's say you come from a toxic family and you're trying to get that situated. Um, maybe you had bad breakups in the past and now that affects you from moving on to, you know, um, trusting guys, um, you know, maybe you have baggage as in you got a crazy baby mama or for fellas, you got a crazy baby, um, or yeah, or ladies, you have a crazy baby daddy and like fellas, you know, crazy baby mother. Um, that's baggage as it is, because now you are bringing in a new person into the relationship and you don't want to drown them into all of your sorrows and ah baggage right yeah because then they'll probably leave so make sure that you don't have too much but make sure that if you do have baggage that it can be handled because let me tell you something 
when you have too much baggage and you can't handle it, um, then that becomes a problem. So get that together um, before you start relationship. So those are just some of the deal breakers. I feel like if you can't deal with those deal breakers, sayonara, Alvita saying, bye, adios, ciao. And that's that. So have you ever put yourself on the discounted rack, the clearance rack, ever in life, you know, when it came to a relationship or it came to reaching for the stars, right? And wanting to become more than what you already have in your current state and you just became so, you know, steady and complacent. You know, I think maybe you haven't, but maybe you have. And that's okay as long as it doesn't last long and you realize, oh, wait a minute, I can do a lot better than this. And at some point, we don't always know our worth. Please check out that episode. It's one of my very, I think, first, it's one of the first 10 I've done. And it's all about knowing your worth. And I have something where I quote it like, you know, um, just knowing your worth and your heels high. Let me see if I can find it real quick for you guys. Get it together for you guys. I'm just super excited to be here. So uh, that's why sometimes I I may. Anyways, um, I think it's like, I like my heels high. Like uh, just go back and listen. It's one of the first 10. um, It's about knowing your worth. It's awesome. It's great. Listen to it um, and listen to all the other episodes too, because they're all great. Honestly, they're all great. But uh, sometimes we put ourselves on discount. We put ourselves on clearance and clearance and discounted prices are the best when it comes to shopping for clothes, but not when it comes to your heart. And you have to understand, ladies and gents, that you are not a subscription based like Netflix, right? And Hulu, where the person can subscribe to you for a certain amount of time and get you for free. And then if they want to continue, they have to pay afterwards. No, 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 that's not what we are. We're not a 30 day trial period. And then we just kind of move on. No, what you want to be considered is a forever period, a forever subscription where the person gets with you and they're making a commitment till forever. Not a, okay, after 30 days, I'll see if I still want to be with you and make a commitment. No, no, because see, what we don't have time for is wasting. We don't have time to waste. And I think once we do that to ourselves, we really waste our times with people that shouldn't have been in our lives in the first place. Now, you may ask God's Masterpiece 22, how do you figure this out? How do you defer uh, whether they really want you past 30 days or not? Like, how do you know? And to be honest, at the beginning... I didn't know. I just was super excited to be with a guy that I felt, okay, they seem worthy of me and they like me and let's see where this goes. And that was my biggest error. I saw where this was going and that's not how it should be. I remember story time. Oh my goodness. I don't think I did a story time for the last one, but I'll make this quick. So there was this guy that I was seeing and I remember he lived in another state And um, I went to visit for like 10 whole days. I was a full-time college student and I was working part-time and I was super duper uber excited to go visit him. And I went there and I had a miserable time. I think I cried 
probably half the time or more uh, because he really wasn't showing any type of commitment. I remember we weren't together, but I was hoping we would be together, you know, again. And uh, I remember him saying, you know, when I asked like, so are we going to work out? And he said he doesn't know. It could take him weeks to months to find out. When in reality, he knew that it wasn't going to work out. But to keep stringing me along, he said those things. And like me at that point, I believed it because I was young and dumb. And that's okay because we were all young and dumb at one point. Okay, let me not say that's okay because no, it's not okay. Because when you know better, you do better. And now that would never happen. Let me tell you that. But at that point in time, you were so hopeful that this individual and you were going to work out. And I think you put, I think I put myself on a discount, a clearance rack, thinking that, well, this person's a great person. We have history. I don't want to start over. He treats me okay. But that's not, that's not good enough. You want someone to treat you amazing. You want someone to love you for all that you got going on. That's right. Flaws and all where they see you and no matter what type of hairstyle you got, whether you're rocking natural whether you're rocking locks, whether you're rocking that creamy crack, aka the perm, um, or rocking the perm, aka creamy crack, or you're rocking um, wigs. I mean, whatever it is, they should love you the way you are, no matter how you come. Because you don't really fall in love with the person only for looks, but because of personality and what drives them and the chemistry that you guys have. So I do strongly believe that, hey, a lot of us do put ourselves on subscriptions or we just clearance ourselves and we think, well, this is all that we're good enough or capable of getting. Let me tell you something, that ain't the truth. And that's coming from me because you can do so much better than probably what you're with. So if you are facing that situation right now and you're like, oh my gosh, I don't wanna start over. Girl, let me tell you something, start over. Simple, just like that, okay? If you can start over on a new job because you want to get paid more, if you want to get a different car because you're like, this car is a hoopty and I want to upgrade, then guess what? Upgrade yourself. All I'm saying is find you a man who will like you the way you are with a few extra pounds or a straight back, Coke bottle shape, or even skinny. Whether you're light skin, dark skin, in between, whatever flavor that you are, whatever you name it, because all women want to feel loved. Whether you have a disability, um, whether birth or whether an accident, you deserve all the happiness in the world because guess what? Being happy never goes out of style. You ain't know that? Well, I'm here to tell you that being happy never goes out of style. Whether you have a preference or not, go for what you want and don't stop. You know, I have a good friend of mine and um, black guy and his preference is Asian. And he truly, truly just in, loves them, their style, everything, their culture, their history. And I truly am so happy for him. I'm like, I really hope that you find the girl that you are looking for, the girl that you want, the girl that's going to be and make you happy. And we have a friend of ours, um, black girl, great girl as well. And, um, there what the, the problem that we had with my dear friend is the fact that we were we were asking him you know hey how would you rate different races and he put us last and I remember my friend got so upset uh, because she felt as if why are we last and although it did hurt a little bit he had his reasonings and what we have to understand even as black women even as women as in general 
if someone doesn't want to put you at the front, at the top, because you're like, hey, why are we last? Why is my race last? Why don't you like us this way? It's something that we can do. You know what I mean? It's all about probably what they've seen, what they grew up with, how um, they were treated as a young kid with this particular race. And although that shouldn't define how they define the whole entire race of, you know, of them, of that certain ethnicity, sometimes it is. All we can do is uh, hope and pray that um, that shift changes and that people will be able to see whatever particular race that they probably didn't really care too much for may change at some point and it'll make the person's viewpoint change a little bit different. I know for some black men, they may say, hey, I don't want to date a sister because, hey, the way we're portrayed on TV as ratchet and irate and loud and not classy, you know, and and I get that because we, we are sometimes portrayed as that. However, for others, we can control our own narrative, right? We are not tell we are not told how much we're not told how we have to act on TV. And sometimes for some of these scripted shows, you have to portray a certain way. I will not, I cannot, no matter how much money I was getting paid for, if they told me, hey, you have to act like the crazy black woman, guess what? I'm not gonna do it. Oh, for those of you guys that are listening. I'm black. Oh my gosh. Yes, I'm black. In case you guys didn't know, I am black. But I want to say for each and every person out there, no matter what your race is, be happy in the skin that you're in. Don't ever think that you are not good enough to get somebody. Don't ever think that, oh, this person's never going to look at me because I'm this race, because that's not the truth. Um, For me, I'm happy for my friend and I want him to get who he wants. But what I did tell him is never forget where you come from. Never forget how you were raised and keep those... um, Keep how you're raised and your traditions alive, even when you are dating someone of a different race. Don't let that all go out the window now. And you just kind of go to, hey, what she is and her, um, her, uh, what should I say, her heritage and how she is raised. Remember yours. Remember your culture, your African-American culture, your Southern culture, your values, and never throw that out the window. And he said, I got it. And I said, I'm so happy for who you bring, who you marry, because guess what? I will be at that wedding and I'll be cheering you on and so happy for you. But I do think um, as a black woman, we shouldn't be upset when we see a black man with someone of a different race. It doesn't necessarily always meaning that, hey, I chose her over you because, you know, um, I did it spitefully. Maybe there are some that are like that. Who knows? But maybe that's who they connected with. It's not always about race, guys. Sometimes it's about we connect on a deeper level. I love this person regardless of race. And that's it. It has nothing sometimes to do with, hey, she's she's this race. Now, again, some people do have their preference, and that's cool because I have a preference too. Heck. Um, but I mean, we really need to learn to get over that and know that there is love for everybody out here in this world, okay? We all can find love no matter what race it is. So let's make a way to um, not be so bitter. And that's for everyone in general, everyone, because there may be some females out there from a different race, let's say... Um, I don't know, a Caucasian woman that may be like, oh, well, white guys go for Asian girls or you name it, whatever, whatever it may be. Don't ever feel as though there is not enough men out there, you know, that one will not find you and look at you the way that you want to be treated. Let's get rid of that um, uh, bitterness and let's get rid of how we, uh, our viewpoints and our perspectives and how we view, you know, people because of who they date, you know, because at the end of the day, Love is love, and it shouldn't matter about what race this person is. It should matter about, hey, how is the vibe? 
you know, how do y'all feel towards each other? You know, like, is it like rainbows and just butterflies all day long? What is it? No matter what it is, make sure that you're doing it for the right reason. You're doing it because you truly love this person. You know, there's this musician, there's this artist. I love me some Charlie Wilson. And he has been singing songs forever. And um, he's so soulful. And he is in love with his uh, wife um, that actually he met when he was, I want to say he was... um. He was a, uh, <clears throat> he was getting help um, for, I want to say he was into like um, drugs and things like that. And so he was in rehab and um, the lady that he met while he was in rehab there, he has like a really cute um, love story. He had a drug addiction and um, pretty much uh, he was also homeless as well. And he had a lady there. Uh, let's see. Uh, she, there was a lady there that was, um, at the same place where he, um, was going for rehab and, um, he met this woman there who became his wife and she helped him get his life back on track. And now he is the famous Charlie Wilson. Love his songs. If I ever get a chance to go to one of his concerts, oh my gosh, that will be the day. But he has a song out there. And some of the lyrics says, you are the reason I love, the reason I trust. And instead of me telling you all the lyrics, I think it'll be best to let you guys hear it instead. And you should have a man that wants those same exact things for you. If the man can say these exact lyrics to you or something around those, you got a good one. And I'm praying for each and every one of you, ladies and fellas, that you guys find the woman of your dreams, the man of your dreams that's going to treat you amazingly, amazingly good in every way. Thanks so much for tuning in, guys, and be blessed. Hey, everyone. Before I let this episode end, I couldn't let this episode go without telling you guys one more thing. Yes, I know that we all have our preferences on who we like to date, but please, please, please don't ever stereotype a particular group just by what you see in the media because we are not all the same. I just want to leave you guys with that because a lot of us out here specifically choose not to date a specific race because of what we see out in the media and because of how a certain representation of women are judged. So we automatically assume that all of them are the same. And I know I spoke particularly about a black woman and I feel I can speak about that because I'm black. Uh, But in the media, I know black women are portrayed as just irate and loud and hood and ghetto. But I'm here to tell you that we are not all the same, right? There are some people that may act that way out of character because of something. But there are other races that also have um, their specific you know, quirks and things to them as well. But please, please, please don't ever just specifically uh, take a whole uh, uh, group or uh, uh, ethnicity or race and just throw it down the trash just because of one experience that you may have had or what you have seen on television or somewhere that you may have encountered and you saw and you're like, that's why I won't date that race. Please don't judge a whole a body of race just because of an encounter or again, what you've seen on the media. I just wanted to point that out before I end this episode. I hope that you guys have a fabulous week, a blessed week. Stay safe, stay indoors, and uh, I'll be with you guys again very soon. Be blessed, guys.